The second of the seven themes identified as likely to make the biggest difference to student outcomes is explicit teaching. In a nutshell, why does using explicit teaching matter? Overall, students who experience explicit teaching practices perform better than students who do not. Evidence to support the use of explicit teaching practices is long-standing and extensive, but worryingly, data shows that students from low socioeconomic status backgrounds are less likely to experience explicit teaching practices. Here's what the evidence says about explicit teaching practices. Firstly, the literature shows that the task of defining and understanding what is meant by explicit teaching is not as simple as may be assumed. This is because the term explicit teaching is often used interchangeably with the term direct instruction. While this seems relatively straightforward, multiple definitions of direct instruction exist and this can lead to confusion. It is therefore important to note that this paper adopts John Hattie's definition of direct instruction to describe what it has termed explicit teaching. This definition is summarised by Hattie as the teacher decides the learning intentions and success criteria, makes them transparent to the students, demonstrates them by modelling, evaluates if they understand what they have been told by checking for understanding, and retelling them what they have been told by tying it all together with closure. Kirshner, Sweller and Clark note that this model of explicit teaching is sometimes represented as the opposite of inquiry-based or constructivist teaching, which involves students discovering or constructing essential information for themselves. But as Stephen Dinham, one of Australia's foremost education academics, has observed, this is a false dichotomy. Explicitly teaching subject content and critical thinking are not conflicting ideas. In fact, they can coexist. Explicit teaching recognises learning as a cumulative and systematic process, which starts by building strong foundations in core literacy and numeracy skills. Research supports a need for learners to master these core skills before higher-order learning can occur. For example, evidence shows the advantage of a phonics approach to teaching reading to children in preschool and the early years of primary school, rather than adopting a whole-language approach. Importantly, the teaching of phonics is usually characterised as requiring a high degree of teacher-centred presentation of learning material, as well as an emphasis on explicit instruction, scheduled practice and feedback. Explicit teaching also emphasises the use of questioning in the classroom, and in particular, the use of questioning to support comprehension, problem-solving, reasoning, creativity and learning. The literature identifies some questions as more effective than others. Craig, for example, distinguishes between shallow questions that verify existing knowledge and don't take much thought for students to answer, and deep questions, which require students to build connections between ideas. Data from the 2009 PISA study helps to reinforce the impact of effective questioning in the classroom and in particular, the positive impact that effective questioning has been shown to have on student outcomes. The data showed that students whose teachers rarely asked challenging questions were likely to perform below the OECD average of 493, while students who reported that their teachers frequently asked challenging questions were likely to score well above the already high Australian average. These findings support the need for teachers to have high expectations for their students, as was discussed in the first of the seven themes. Evidence in support of explicit teaching practices is long-standing. 
Explicit teaching was first evaluated during the 1960s in Project Follow-Through, a 10-year study that involved over 72,000 students, including control groups. The project aimed to compare the performance of disadvantaged students experiencing different educational practices. Explicit teaching was found to improve student outcomes in a variety of areas. Basic skills, cognitive conceptual skills, and affective skills to a greater extent than any other approach. Subsequent studies have confirmed these findings about the benefits of explicit teaching practices. And as Kushner, Sweller and Clark have noted, when dealing with novel information, learners should be explicitly shown what to do and how to do it. The evidence shows clearly that students achieve significantly higher scores when their teachers challenge them and are explicit about both their expectations and the criteria for success. In New South Wales, for example, a 2013 survey shows that students who agreed that they knew the purpose of what they were learning at school scored on average 38 NAPLAN score points higher in reading performance than students who disagreed. International test data from the OECD's 2009 PISA assessment shows that students demonstrated learning more than a year in advance of their peers when they experienced the following four explicit teaching practices. 1. They were asked to explain the meaning of a text. 2. They were given the chance to ask questions about assignments. 3. They were asked challenging questions. And 4. They were told in advance how their work was going to be judged. Results from the 2012 PISA tests show a similar pattern. PISA data also shows that students from low socioeconomic backgrounds are less likely to experience explicit teaching practices. For example, while 72% of high SES students reported being asked to explain the meaning of a text, which is an example of explicit teaching, the proportion of low SES students asked to perform this same task was much lower, only 53%. What are the implications of this research on explicit teaching for teachers and schools? The evidence strongly supports teachers' use of explicit teaching practices. These include telling students what they will be learning and being clear about the purpose of tasks, demonstrating or explaining new ideas and checking that students understand, giving time for asking and answering questions, systematically delivering basic skills and teaching skills in the right sequence so that students master the building blocks of skills like literacy and numeracy, asking students challenging questions such as why, why not, how, what if, what is the evidence for this, and how does X compare to Y, assessing and confirming whether students understand what they are learning before progressing, and reviewing learning and explaining how it contributes to related and more complex skills. To finish, let's summarise this section about explicit teaching, which has been identified as one of seven themes likely to make the biggest difference to student outcomes. 1. Students who experience explicit teaching practices make greater learning gains than students who do not experience these practices. Two. Explicit teaching practices involve teachers showing students clearly what to do and how to do it. It also ensures students are given time to engage with the learning process, ask questions and get clear feedback. 3. Explicit teaching recognises that learning is a cumulative and systematic process which starts by building strong foundations in core literacy and numeracy skills. 
The theme discussed in the next chapter is effective feedback.